Hi, I'm Michael Stewart. I want to talk to you today about the interruptions of life. You know, life is never a smooth journey. There are the ups and downs. We call it the vicissitudes of life. This talk about and they live happily evermore. Or they live happily thereafter. That's for storybooks. Life is full of interruptions. You see, there's the chronological order of life, which is you give birth, um, start to creep, you walk, you run, you go to school, you go to university, you get a job, you get married, you have children, you have grandchildren, you retire, and then you die. Nobody lives a life as smooth as that in its chronological order. There's something called a kairos in life. Kairos is an interruption in life, something that takes place unexpected, that changes life significantly. Everybody must go through a period in life that life hits them hard. I don't want to discourage you, but that is life. And so various things would hit us along life journey and life's road that would cause us to question life and question ourselves and as we talk about that hit that we get in life there are so many things that could hit us sickness sickness could change your career there are people who have been great athletes and bam something hits, hits them in their health And the whole career comes to an end. Financial loss. People have been doing well financially, have accumulated possessions and and wealth and so on, and and they lose it. They lose it because of a crash in the economy. They lose it because of a bad investment. And they lose their house. They lose all of their their, their wealth. And they, they come down to poverty. They never expected it. But that is what happens in life. Crime. I know of a gentleman doing well as a career man, doing well as a family man, and a bandit broke into his house a day. Shot him. Changed his health, changed his family, changed his life forever. He's still reeling from that gunshot wound. Can still have, and he still has an impediment in his speech. Still has a problem with his walk because of that one unexpected interruption. Death is another interruption. Death of a loved one, death of a family, death of somebody who's close to you. Never expected it. The person is well today and gone in the next minute. There are so many interruptions in life that you could talk about. And we can go on and on and on about it. But the question is, what do you do when life interrupts you? I want to just give you three short tips. Number one, Prepare for life's interruptions. You see, if we prepare for the interruption, the interruption loses its impact. People who prepare for the storm do not lose as much as people who never interfered or prepared for the storm. We must always be prepared for those interruptions in our lives. I remember when I was taking flying lessons in light aeroplane 
One of the things the instructor asked me is, what would you do if you are in the air, hundreds of feet in the air, and the engine fails? What he was trying to do is ask me to prepare for the unexpected. And I remember going up one time when he was looking to hire a pilot and he was doing the test to see how good the pilot was. And he, I was sitting in the, in the plane as he took him on his exploits. And he asked the pilot, potential pilot that he was going to hire, to close his eyes. Took the plane in a steep climb. Spin the plane. Turned it around. Did it in all directions and then faced the plane down and switched the engine off. And then he opened, asked the gentleman to open his eye and correct the position of the plane. That was one scary experience. The man had to now restart that engine, correct the position of the plane and bring it up to safety before it's too late. What was he trying to do there? Ask him to prepare for the unexpected. Once a pilot is prepared for the unexpected, they can avert many crises. And I want to tell you that if you prepare for the crisis in your life, the crisis in your marriage, the crisis in your finances, the crisis in your community, the crisis in your church, crisis in whatever area of your life, in your health, prepare for it and it will lose its impact. Secondly, deal with it. You see, people complain and cry too much about things. We have this pity party, we complain and we talk about things that have gone wrong, but few people deal with it. Few people look to now assess their situation and say, what are the chances, what must I do to now correct it? I was sitting in a doctor's office four years ago, and the doctor, after having done some tests on me, came into the room, we sat down, quiet, and then he said, Mr. Stewart, I have good news and I have bad news. Which one would you like first? I say, give me the bad news first. He said, you have cancer. Wow. Okay. What's the good news? He said, well, you have options. And he gave me a list of options I had to now deal with the cancer. My focus was dealing with it. Now that he has pronounced that I have cancer, it's too late for me to now dealing with those issues. I want to now know, how can I now address this matter head on? He gave me the options. I selected which one I think that would have been the best and had the least um, side effects and all of that. And I, I made my choice. I was prepared to deal with it. And then I jumped in the car. My brother was driving and I went to sleep. You know, and some people would ask me, but how did you deal with that my position was when he walked into that room i told myself already there are two answers he can give me only two answers one out of two answers actually either mr short you have cancer or mr short you do not have cancer and i was prepared to deal with both that gave me the resilience to deal with it 27 years ago my mentor les brown who's the reason why I do these motivational sessions. Himself, 27 years ago, was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Today, 
February 17, 2020. He celebrates his 75th birthday. And you know, I listened to him today and he said in his podcast, I'm not done yet. After having been diagnosed with prostate cancer 27 years ago, and the doctors told him, you have three months to live. Les Brown believes in dealing with it. People who overcome are people who face life head on and take life by the horn. So I remind you, number one, prepare for the interruptions of life. Two, deal with those interruptions. And three, keep hope. That's the greatest thing to keep you alive. Hope. Hope. You can't miss that on hope. Because everybody who has committed suicide in this life did so hopelessly. Had they had hope, they would have stayed alive. What keeps us alive is hope. And I want to challenge you today that regardless of what the situations that you encounter in life, you keep hope. And I want to give a quote from one of my books, Quotable Quotes. In that book, I said, look at your life. You may not be where you should be, but you have certainly come too far to go back to the way you used to be. So therefore, you have moved. Keep moving. Keep hope. I'm Michael Stewart. Life does not have to interrupt you. You interrupt life.